Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, June 24th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Today's episode is a previous recording from Friday, June 11th, 2021. We'll be back with new episodes on Monday. See you then. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We are looking at a creation story from the book of Genesis today. But before we get to that, let's have time for prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, in a world where we can know most facts by looking on our phone, that we can have access to knowledge at the tip of our fingers, may we first go in faith to you before we go running to knowledge. May we first hold on to your love and your care before trusting in our own intellect. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen now to the second creation story from the book of Genesis, the second chapter, verses 4 through 9 and 15 through 17. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth and no herb of the field had yet sprung up. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no one to till the ground. But a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. It was then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground, the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to till it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man. You may freely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it, you shall die. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is one word you consistently mispronounce? Okay, so I'll tell you the funniest one that my family still makes fun of me. You know, I grew up in rural Western North Carolina, which that accent is so thick that you really need an interpreter. But I grew up, instead of saying aloe vera, I would say aloe vera. (laughs) That's like aloe, aloe vera. And my family to this day, even though I know better, they they tease me about it all the time. (laughs) But the other thing is I have noticed that I consistently mispronounce endoscopy. I want to say endoscopy. I don't know. Like (laughs) we need an accent sign for endoscopy. So there you go. What about you? Several more markers in our written language because (laughs) it's just a disaster. 
Um, yeah, for me, you know, my mother grew up in Southern Minnesota and then I, I grew up in Arizona. And so growing up, I had a little bit of that Minnesota accent. <laughs> um, and so some of the words that really came out were instead of bag, I said big. And then instead of flag, <laughs> I said flag. And like all good high school friends, people made fun of me until I changed myself. And yes. I was, but then now I like, now I am like always insecure when I say, I say I'm pausing so I can get it. I know, right? I When I say bagel, because I want to, because I work so hard to say bag now that I want to say bagel. Because <laughs> then I'll just be made fun of on the other end. And yeah. so it's just a constant uh, yes. you know, search for how can I not get laughed at today? Yeah, story of my life right there. <laughs> <laughs> but to our scripture, this passage talks about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which we talked a bit about on Monday. But shouldn't we know what is good and what is evil? Isn't knowledge in and of itself a good thing? So I think that, yes, knowledge is a good thing. Knowledge comes from God. But I think the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is a symbol for humanity being able to sustain or rely only on itself. Mm -hmm. If I know, if I have the knowledge of all good and evil, I have no need for God. I can um, presumably prevent myself from ever having to experience any difficulty. Um, and instead, what God asked is that we would ultimately trust God first. I do think, and I didn't look this up, but I do think historically in some faith traditions, this passage has been used to kind of denigrate scientific knowledge. Um, but the fact is that um, scientific knowledge, as many a scientist will tell you, is a lovely and beautiful thing, especially when it is rooted in wonder for mm. God's creation. Mm. What do you think when you read about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? Yeah, as as you said, you know, it, I think there are instances in our faith history, and it's always important to point out when, you know, I think we may have gotten some things wrong. And I think, as you pointed out, to use this this scripture as uh, a way to not um, be intellectually curious or not trust um, uh, people who are working within that wonder, um, many of whom have a faith background. And that is kind of what stirs them in their curiosity uh, is, is not what this scripture is saying. Um, I've, I've always taken this scripture kind of the um, very traditional and, and the Augustinian uh, viewpoint of, of this is, you know, pride. This mm -hmm. is, this is, this is humanity's desire uh, to have the world be first about them um, to, to elevate oneself above others. Um, and, and that's what, the heart of pride is. And, you know, Augustine would go on to say that this pride was the first sin and it's out of pride that all other sins yep. uh, branch out of. It's, it's essentially the root of, of, of all of our sins comes back to pride, uh, which 
I, I could, I definitely see his argument in that. Um, and so, and so that's what, and, and don't get me wrong. Um, it's a slippery, it can, it's slippery, uh, when you pursue knowledge that you eventually fall into that hubris of elevating yourself above others of, of trusting you in your intellect over that, you know, in my finite human knowledge, I am sure that I know better than God. Um, and, and that's what I think this is pointing us to. Um, and it's something for us to be conscious of in our pursuit um, and in our joy that it's like, at least in my life, I found, you know, it's joyful. I'm learning. I'm loving it. It's incredible. And all of a sudden it's like, bam, I'm better than everyone else. And it just, it just happens. <laughs> yeah. And I also, you know, any quest for knowledge by any human will be tainted by a human sinfulness. I mean, think of all the things that we have thought were so sure. We thought for sure that slavery was God ordained because there's slavery in the Bible. And we just knew using all of our knowledge that that's mm -hmm. where we should be. All of those ways that we have denigrated our brothers and sisters in what we claim to be knowledge. And instead, the Lord God says, trust me and focus on caring, mm -hmm. caring for creation, caring for other people, care, care, care. Um, and I do love the idea that God knew of our sinful character. And so God said, trust in me to show you the way to live your life, the ethic with which you should conduct yourself in the world. And I am, I'm deeply grateful for God's uh, right, um, superior um, knowledge of who we are as creative beings. And you're right. Listen, it's always about me, right? I mean, <laughs> even when I'm saying it's not about me, it still is. It really, and so I love this idea that it really should be about God. And mm -hmm. when it is about God, we are right sized. We're neither bigger nor smaller than we need to be. And so go ahead. <laughs> the, the beauty of Zoom, the awkward talking over each other. Yes, of course. My favorite part. I'm going to be honest. I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead, Tara. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I did that to you. <laughs> so with that, friends, we will end with a quote from George McDonald, who said, to be trusted is a greater compliment than being loved. Hmm. I'm going to let that one marinate for yep. the evening. Absolutely. Thank you all for joining us. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.